Well, guess how British Airways treats business class? Well, kind of like you're a homeless person wandering the street. This is for British Airlines, and it is our first F grade for 2022. Welcome. This is Dr. David D. Shine, and as you know, I am the host of Saving America, and that's intended to be serious because America needs some saving these days. So here's the story. Uh, many of our regular readers know I was in Africa, and uh, after a month, I was pretty tired. I was ready to get back to Houston and get back to work. I uh, go into the computer. I did not get a link that said, you know, please sign in for your flight, though I've gotten some emails um, uh, the few days before my flights. Well, guess what happened? Signed in, even though I didn't get a link, and only my Houston flight, Heathrow to Houston, was visible on my profile. So uh, after about an hour on the phone, this is the night before my flight, this is Saturday evening, instead of enjoying myself, taking it easy, enjoying my last evening in Africa, I am on the phone trying to get an explanation as to why I do not have a flight. Eventually I was advised that my flight had been canceled. And I'm still trying to figure out why British Airways never contacted me. Now, they gave me some lame excuse and they said, oh, gee, we didn't have your email address. And so that was just total nonsense, bunk. In any event, could not get it resolved on Saturday night. I'm supposed to fly out Sunday evening. So Sunday morning, two hours on the phone could not get the situation resolved. The travel agent who booked the tickets could not get it resolved. And it was suggested that after two hours on the phone that I traipse out to the Cape Town airport, which is a hike. So I grab an Uber, I go out to the airport, I wander around, there's nothing clearly set up. Eventually I'm directed to the British Airways ticket sales booth, which would seem like people who should be able to help me. Nope, two ladies in the booth, they said, nope, we only work domestic flights, which would be mean, which would mean flights only within South Africa. Obviously, I needed to get to Heathrow in London, England, in order to catch my flight back to Houston. So in any event, the travel agent, I get, I get, take another Uber back to the hotel. I've wasted another hour and a half on this mess. The travel agent found that some seats had been canceled on the later flight, which the night before had been completely full, but they were only in coach. So I have a reservation now for two seats in coach for a 12 hour flight. They say, okay, here is your ticket for the front row of the coach section, uh, which happens to be next to you got it, the queue for the toilet. And when you're on a 12 hour flight and you're on a fully packed plane, people do queue up to use the toilet. Yep, right next to me. And uh, jammed in there for 12 hours. And of course it, it was a bulkhead seat, which was nice little extra leg room. Guess what? 
all of my carry-on baggage is behind me because they don't have a bin over the bulkhead seats. Why, I don't know. They have to ask Boeing about that. So I get to Heathrow. Now, Heathrow, keep in mind, I'm in security. I have checked in, I've walked through, I've had everything x-rayed, they've uh, personally searched me, all that good stuff. And I get to Heathrow, which is a big airport, a poorly laid out big airport, by the way. And um, I'm given a flag that says uh, on the boards that I'm going to be in Terminal A to leave. Now you would think arriving in Terminal A, leaving Terminal A, I shouldn't need to do anything but walk to my gate, maybe check in with customs or something like that. Nope, doesn't work that way. Have to go to the center of the airport and yep, go through security again at this large messy airport. Because guess what? I find out that they have moved my flight to Terminal B after all this. So I'm in the wrong place. 15 minutes later, I get over to Terminal B and my gate. Then the fun begins. I check, I check through the security gate at Terminal B, gate 36, and they then direct me down a set of stairs and out into the winter weather in London. Yep, all of a sudden I'm outdoors. No explanation. I am then directed around the corner to a bus that is completely full. There's about six inches of standing room by one of the doors. And I said, look, I am willing to take the next bus. The, next, the bus behind it is waiting, idling, empty. And they said, no, you must get on this bus. So I take the last six inches. Again, folks, this is COVID on the comms time. And that doesn't make any sense to me, but you know, I, um, I'm trying to follow directions. I'm trying to make sure I get on my doggone plane so that I can make my Houston connection. So, so uh, in any event, this bus then takes a complete tour of the butt end of Heathrow Airport. And again, it's a very large airport. Frankly, I thought the plan was to really screw Dr. Shine and drive around that bus in, around the back end of the uh, airport until I A, got COVID and B, missed the flight to Houston. In any event, eventually the thing stops at a walk up into a Boeing Dreamliner. Yes, not a sky bridge. Up the steps with my carry-on baggage from a whole month of travel. Yeah, barrel of laughs. The people in the trenches, as we say, the flight attendants, the people at the service desks are not the problem. These are hardworking people and they have a good attitude and they interacted with me in a very professional and fair and kind manner. But that was not true of the big wigs who run these operations and coordinate how things work. This is systemic. This is the company's operation, uh, just as most American citizens are not screw ups, but the American government is screwed up. So uh, they, these folks at British Airways have a lot of good company out there. 
I think British Airways has clearly earned its F grade from Dr. Shine and welcome to 2022.